you know is taken away from you when you are unknown, when you are alone, when you are gone. Just remember, you will be missed. Hello, and welcome to You Will Be Missed, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast exploring the Valley of Barovia and the surrounding mists. Uh, I am the DM, Fluffy, pronouns she, her. And joining me today is Clarence. Well, I'm first. Uh, <laughs> I'm Clarence. I play the system known as Sangam. The current fronter is Ulharag, whose pronouns are she, they. My pronouns are they, them. Pete? Hi, it's me. I am Pete. I'm playing Melilius von Tempestus. We both go by he, him. Uh, and he is a, we're still saying totally human, uh, paladin slash sorcerer. <laughs> Days? Hello, and I'm Days. Um, I will be playing Yonway Kristovich, uh, who is the Barovian-born Dampier Bloodhunter. Um, and our pronouns are he, him. Tony? Hello, I'm Tony. I'm playing Ander, the Asimar Artificer. We both go by he, him pronouns, and we both would like to remind you that you need to have it your way, Ianwe. <laughs> no! Uh, oh, this just turned into the best days out of the week. Uh, oh, I'm after you all now. <laughs> what are you going to do, get us kicked out of the city? <laughs> Woo. All right, and uh, last is Cello. I'm Cello. I play Raxo, the half-orc druid, and both of our pronouns are they, them. Okay, well, um, we are picking up after a rather heavy session. The group brought together to give their speech at the Festival of the Blazing Sun. Yanwe deciding to go a little off topic and try to bring some semblance of realism to the village. Some villagers weren't too thrilled. They were expecting an answer to their problems. Others understood and appreciated the uh, kind of the gravity of, of what Eon was bringing up. However, the burgomaster of Velaki, Vargas Velakovich, did not really enjoy Eon's little speech. And unfortunately for the group, it resulted in their expulsion and ban from the village. Having little time to pack, they were sent on their way, but not before being intercepted by an individual named Casimir, who was representing the Vistani camp that the party originally found when coming to Balaki after bringing the um, nearly drowned child back to their her family. Given temporary usage of one of the hovels, the group rested and 
tried to get their heads on straight. Or as straight as anyone in this group could do. <laughs> I understood that reference. Yep. <laughs> We're just a pile of rainbows. Casimir said that he would return in the morning, um, potentially wanting to discuss business with the group. So the party went to bed and Sangam had a very normal night. <laughs> Ander waking up in the morning and preparing, seeing a envelope slid under the door to the hovel, inviting the group to dine at Castle Ravenloft. And we will pick up there after Eon, or after Ander had just finished reading the letter. It's a coupon for a free bed and breakfast stay. Wow. Um, I guess, for uh, is anyone else awake? I think we left off with Ulharak awake, mm -hmm. but I don't know if anyone else was. Um, yeah, I know I was not yet. I'm apparently in this Oh, and I'm in a bed. Okay, I was in a chair. Yeah. You're able to move yourself. Um, for the listener, the group is in a small 20 by 30 hovel. Very simple. There's a fireplace roaring, keeping them warm. Some bedrolls have been put out and some sleeping mats for the group as the Pavel does not have a stationary bed. There's a small writing desk and an overstuffed chair in front of the fire. A storage drawer is really all that is all that uh, is there other than what I just mentioned. It's very cramped conditions for the group. For those of you who have gone to conventions, imagine sharing a hotel room to cut down costs. <laughs> Done that before. Yep, same. Oh, yeah. Cramped 20 into two hotel rooms once. Good oh, lord. Okay. That's, that's, you win. I, I want to say it was six the time I did. Um, Ander, it is just you and Uharak who is currently fronting Sangam. I would uh, take the letter and walk over to Ulharaklin, um, handing it over. It seems we have a dinner invite if we're interested. Huh. Should we be interested? I don't know. I don't know what the plan is now. I do not either. Part of me thinks it's a good idea. I don't know if anyone or if everyone will agree, but we won't learn anything if we just keep avoiding him. True. I'm gonna make a rough assumption that we're gonna have a hard no from that one sleeping over there. I'm going to point towards the Aeon way. I think it is justified. Agreed.
At this point, honestly, I expect a no from Mal as well. Yeah. But I really, really don't know where else to go or what else to do. I feel like the small village is just delaying the inevitable. It definitely does not feel like it is progressing much. I will agree with that. Also doesn't really feel like an invite, and he just expects us to be there, so... I think technically it is an invite, but... The way a court summons is an invite. Yeah. Well, I guess we could uh, ask the rest when they wake up. Yes, that would be good. A crack of thunder breaks the silence as rain starts pouring. You hear the, the thick, heavy raindrops pattering against the roof of the hovel. Long and heavy and... The roof is in decent enough shape, but there's definitely a sense of unease as the, the storm passes over. Any of the others are light sleepers. This might be enough to rouse them. As another crack of thunder goes by. Raxo is a hippie ass druid. I feel like thunder would make them sleep better. (laughs) (laughs) There. I mean, yeah, grew up on the on the coast, so used to it. Yep. yep. All right. Well, so we're all I'm... like, "Nice thunder, Strahd. Sucks to suck." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is just natural thunder. Weather can happen, y'all. The group gets the rest of whatever sleep they may need. Ander and Uharak left to kind of ponder the. The goings-on and how they'll approach their companions. Eventually, the others do rise. The hovel, not really full of foodstuffs for uh, a meal. So any semblance of breakfast will have to be provided by you all. One by one, Raxo, Eon, and Mal will wake up. I will make good berries. Okay, there are berries, and they are good. Excellent. Eon is going to sleep in. Just whether he's actually sleeping or just laying there, faking it, 
uh, that's up to you to decide or determine. He's what a One... drama queen. No. <laughs> <laughs> Goodberry is basically like uh, a non-copywritten Lembus bread, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. This is what I thought. Just making sure. The floor is yours. Oh. Hello? Good morning. Mm. 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 Berry. Mm. Yes, yes, good, good. He's going to eat the good berry. Full. <laughs> Walk, walk over. Is this pan like really here? Out of curiosity, yeah. mm-hmm. look, you're looking at mm. <laughs> like looking for coffee or tea or something. Like no, no, no. Nope. Turn around. Oh, man, that's fire. a thing. I wonder how many. Mm. Just a passing <laughs> curiosity. I wonder how making teas out of various plants like works. I feel like <laughs> yeah. You can make them out of people if you try hard enough. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew, I know you're like, what are you going into, like, sorcerer, too? Like, I didn't expect it to, like, undo all of your paladin uh, <laughs> no, no, ideals no, it's and just, stuff. Uh, it's, it's, really, it's really great. You just, uh, you just gotta respect, you know, the, what the, what the ground gives you. It's really great. Oh. All right, then I have a great idea for you. Here's this letter. Mm -hmm. Um, Letter? Got us a nice dinner invite to probably the hottest place in town. The vineyard? I don't think there was anything left. That's very fair. Noah, he'll hand the letter over to you. Um, Strahd invited us for food. Um, for food or for food? Yeah, who who is the food? Are we the food? Will there be food? That's a Raxo poses an excellent will, question. Will they will they feed us before we become the feed? Uh, that's worst case scenario, right there. I um, I don't know, but. Before we left town yesterday, remember Irina said that uh, he does still value his nobility, so I do think there is some value to his words. Granted, I still don't trust them. If he wanted to harm us, he has had plenty of opportunity to. Indeed. He's already harmed us and continues to harm us. Let me, may I read the letter? If Ander would hand it over. Yeah, he does. Um, okay. I don't know if I can share the handout. Or, yeah, the handout's... Uh, we do have the handout. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I have it already. Andy's birthday party has been moved to today. Uh, dinner. Civilized surroundings. Oh, it does grant safe passage and... I've never met a megalomaniac that didn't at least honor their word. I still don't like it. I am kind of a slow reader. Would you care to share with everyone? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, I'm still got my morning boy, so... My friends, know that it is I who have brought you to this land, my home, and know that I alone can release you from it. I bid you dine at my castle so that we can meet in civilized surroundings. Your passage here will be a safe one. I await your arrival. Your host, Strad Van Zarovich. Right. <clears throat> Sorry. No, it was well done. Oh, thank you. So... I say, regardless, we keep this letter and show it to anybody who comes by. Safe passage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just going to the castle for dinner. <laughs> so, should we not find our wizard friend or something instead of a dinner with the devil? I mean, the wizard, the mad wizard is one piece of the puzzle. Yeah, and I don't recall going to dinner with Strahd being any part of the puzzle that was predicted. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you're not wrong. In all fairness, there was no gigantic demon tree in the prediction either, though. That is fair. That is fair. I was going to walk over and kind of nudge Yanwe with his boot. Are you awake? I'll roll over. A little pink and puffy around the eyes, but dry face. Five more minutes? Okay. <laughs> Just sort of walk away. Leave <laughs> him to his... Adjust and take his time. Mal just perch on the east side of the room here, just kind of interspaced in between everybody. Okay. So, guess who's coming to dinner would be us. I do not like this. We don't have a choice. And I'll sit up from my corner space. You could say no. Uh, Saying no is risky. Okay, well, we could say no. You might not be able to. I'm not even talking about the current situation 
That is me. I am talking about what led up to this situation. Pros and cons. If we go, we get a bead on our enemy. We get to walk willingly into his territory and, I guess, see what we're up against. Not sure if that's really a pro. We go to dinner. I don't know when, but we go. I see now that you people come from beyond the mist. You think so differently than we do here. And I get that somehow in your mind you see yourself going home, leaving this place. But when all is said and done, I have to live with the decisions that I make here. I live here. And I don't know fully where it is you come from, but if there is a lord of any land there, anyone above all the peoples of the land, and they send you a letter inviting you to dinner, do you turn it down? I suppose not. Mm -hmm. Well, there was this one time, but I, I, I digress. I am not often invited to dinners because I've not the best table manners, but yeah. In, in Raxo's defense, the last time they acccepted an invite to a fancy noble's dinner, they ended, up, ended up in up a here. spooky land. <laughs> well, yep, yep. <laughs> well, I mean, but the same could be true. We could end up going back, by the, you know. <laughs> I think it is worth going to present a polite front, uh, potentially even to attempt to get more information. Because information is always good to have. There is nothing else I have to lose. Well, then I guess we are going. The... Just, as, just for your indulging, there is no definitive time and date. Um, Eon, you, you know, you haven't been involved with a lot of nobility, so you're not entirely sure, but like Mal, usually if you get a letter like that, it's an open-ended invitation. Mm -hmm. um, if it was a very specific time, date that would be included on the invite as would be proper decorum yeah that was his and um, nobody else probably yeah well um, i don't know about anders background or not um that's why he was kind of joking of you know we'll just take it with us and just kind of go wherever we want and oh yeah we're on our way to dinner mm-hmm 
We'll just keep leveling up and, you know, grinding XP in the lowlands until... <laughs> what is this EXP and why do you grind it? Are you making tea? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just great, man. I love it. As the group ponders their next courses of action, there's a knock on the front door. I'll go open the door. Actually, I will go peek open the door. Like, open it a crack and kind of look outside. Sure. You see outside um, a tall humanoid figure in a uh, hooded cloak. Hood has popped up. Uh, Features are very, like, drowned out from all the rain but you do recognize the the kind of gaunt and angular features of Casimir okay remind me who Casimir is again the one that invited us here yeah the one that brought you back to the to the camp okay I'll open the door completely Uh, can I help you Uh, yeah I wanted to first off see how you all were um doing. I know the accommodations are not probably what you're used to. But I'm sorry, that came out sarcastic. That wasn't meant. Um, Seriously, though, is everyone alright? Yes, we are fine. Come in. And he kind of comes in. And he he nods to everybody. So I know we had discussed possibly um, some business I might want to hire your group for. Thought I would come and express that intent. Alright. He looks at Eon. How familiar are you with the valley? I have lived here all my life. Born here. Well, yes, but... Are you... How far have you traveled within it? Have you traveled to the Solenka Pass before? I have traveled... No, not... Not not far enough to matter. Enough, enough to know of it, to see the mountain in the, in the distance, but not far. Well, uh, what I will tell you is that past the Solenka Pass atop Mount Gakis, there is a a place that I have been getting frequent visions from in my dreams. I can tell that you all are intent on destroying Strahd. Do not worry. I bid you no aggression at that. He has caused me nothing but pain. And like, as he's saying this, you can see the water dripping off of his hood. He still hasn't taken it down. There is a temple atop the mountain. I would like to accompany you if you are to, to go there. 
All I know, it is a place of great power. <laughs> you, you're giving us fairy tales now? No, I am not. This place is real. A temple of Ember. This is a children's story, a cautionary tale to come in at night. This is, this is not real. And so are a... And the ales are also a fairy tale, yet we are standing before you. If such a place existed, how has no one gone to find it? That I am not aware. My visions have not told me such, but... I would imagine many have gone to seek it. It's a matter of them coming back. That is the issue. Travel up a mountain? Yes, it is quite dangerous, I am sure. Not something that should be tempted so easily. What power exists there? There, I believe, from the visions that I have been given, that the secret to breaking Strahd's pact with whatever powers keep him alive came from there and it is the key to breaking it and freeing Barovia from its course I have a personal reason to go there as well about a century ago my sister Katrina. She was slain by Strahd. And I... And she has spoken to me from beyond the veil. Wait, how long ago? A century ago. Were you alive at this time? Yes, I was alive. How old does I... this guy look? He... I mean, he looks probably like middle-aged. Okay. I am 370 years old. I see. Insight check. Does he believe what he's saying? And more more, more to uh, a point that Ian is interested in, that this this fabled place could actually contain a way to deal with Strahd. Does he actually believe that? Does is Casimir believing his own his his own words, drinking his own Kool-Aid? Yeah, go ahead and roll an insight check there. That's an eight. I'm gonna say it's kind of hard to read because yes, what he's talking about seems like a fairy tale, but you know, Elzer are also told as a fairy tale, and yet. The Dusk Elves are in this camp. Can I do a perception check and see if he's got pointy ears? Yeah, go ahead. Well, that'll be, I guess, a passive of 11. It's hard to tell because he's got his hood. He always has his hood up. Mm -hmm. um, specifically as if to, like, block kind of view of, like, the sides of his head. Oh, 
Elvish. I knew Elvish, but I only know Dwarvish. I'm sure someone in the group might know it. I do. I do. But he... He's, he just kind of takes a deep breath. There, uh, the Dusk Elves have unfortunately been in severe decline since that night. We used to be many, many more in number, but... Well... There were complications with my sister and her betrothal to Strahd, and I, I attempted it to stop it. And in retaliation, he cut down my sister and all of the women in our tribe, and then personally maimed me. How did your people come to be here? We have always been here. I know evidence of your kind anywhere. Strahd's doing? I assume so, but we have lived in Bar... Dusk Elves have lived in Barovia since its founding. I do not know more beyond that. But if I can bring my sister back and maybe see her atone for the sins that she had committed while living, that could at least bring me some rest and stop these nightmares that have been plaguing me of this temple. Now look around at everybody. I vote for the mountain. I don't know about you. It is very dangerous, though. I will understand if there are, is other business you wish to attend to. I, for one, have been to enough dinner parties to last a lifetime, but... Between here and this place in the mountain, there is a stop I would like to make. Though I don't know for how long, I will be stopped there. I'll look to the rest of the group. I do want to make true on my word and go to Kresk and see if someone, anyone, will help in the rebuilding of the winery and get some semblance of something good beginning in Barovia. I wish you luck on this. 
then first we go to Kresk? It is luck I will need, since I was exiled from Kresk. Yes, you will need luck to get into the walled city. They do not let others in. So, I, I hope that whatever gods shine upon you, that they favor you this day. I hope so, too. Casimir does a kind of does a, a polite nod to the group. I am going to attend to my uh, daily goings on, but uh, this uh, this hut is available to you when you need it. Thank you, Casimir. Of course, it is the least that I can do. And I say that not as one who was brought into the Vistani, but one who is genuinely grateful for what you have done. And he kind of turns and heads out the door. And you know that it's about a seven mile or so journey from Balaki to Kresk. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. To prevent potential backtracking, we could ask Kasimir to come with us to Kresk. If he is so willing, and once we are done there or turned away, we can head to this place in the mountains. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, that sounds fine to me. Um, time is not really... I mean, do what you must. I think uh, most of us here will support you in that, so if you feel you need to stop at your old home, I'm more than willing to follow you there. say the only reason I am entertaining this idea of going to this temple in the mountains is because Casimir said that it was something 
a power there that might be able to help us deal with Strahd. So, that is worth investigating, though I don't believe it at all. So we may be climbing a mountain for nothing. Well, I don't know really where else we would go. We've been doing a lot of things lately that have no return yeah. on investment. Not that Raxa would really understand the concept of return on investment, but, you know, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever. Um, can I pull out the map that the, or whoever had the map that the group yeah, had? Yeah, of course. Um, and just, um, do you know where this temple is? Uh, you would ask Ianwe. I only know the mountain. Or the mountain, yeah. Where this, where we're supposedly going. And I will point to the area uh, noted as Mount Caucasus on the southernmost point of the map. Okay. To get there, there would be passing through, passing over rivers. Uh, there's several portions of forest that you'd be going through before you could get to the Selenk Pass, which then yeah. leads up through an old fortress and further up the mountain where that would be Mount Gacchus. And I will drag my finger across the map, um, kind of indicating, as we see on this map, the, the, the red trail to go that far, kind of roughly tracing the line of like how we'd actually have to travel to get up to the mountain. So we have to go far west first before we could start going south um, and kind of go through the winding hills uh, because the, the land gets kind of mountainous, cross the river, uh, the Luna River, and then go up the mountain. Mm, I see. Okay. And I'll point out uh, Kresk uh, in the northwest corner of the map. That is my home there. Uh, we're going to be traveling anyway, so I don't think it's too out of the way to... Uh... We have to go more than half the way, uh, or we're going half the way to Kresk anyway before we can travel south. So there is that. But if we go to Kresk and we are turned away immediately, we have to come all the way back this way to Velaki just to get Casimir to then go back halfway to then we, go south. As we're leaving, leave word to Casimir to meet us at this point, Andrew would point like at the juncture of yeah. the pass have him meet us there at a certain time I don't uh, know how long we will be in Kresk and to your point that we should start doing as you said the other day we have been spending some time thinking about these readings we have been given at some point we will need to find our way back into Vlaki there is Potentially, some information in Kresk that may be useful. Mm. But also, it is thanks to those readings that I understand we will need to go to dinner. Because there is only one castle in Barovia.
if you think back to our uh, Taraka reading, do any of those fit the potential of this temple? I mean, it may be, you know, fairy tales, but think back to what you've heard. Is it possible one of these could be there? Um, I don't know, like, where children once cried. Uh, that is possible. But well, I don't know that the children don't exactly cry in temples. And what I have heard of such a place, again, it is a child's story. It is something you tell children on, around the fire to tell them, to, to remind them, listen to your parents, and don't trust strangers, and don't go out at night, and things like that. Mm-hmm. This place couldn't exist. It, it would make no sense. But if such a place does, no one talks about it except in those fairy tales. Sometimes that is how memories of legends survive. Maybe Casimir uh, is one of the few old enough to remember it. He said he was a few hundred years old. It is possible. The only other, is... other place I can think of is in Kresk. So, either way, we have to go to both places. Yeah, I think telling him to meet us at that, at that juncture will be uh, the easiest for backtracking. What were you saying, Raxo? Oh, I was just pointing out that in children's stories and things like that, that is how oral traditions work. So it is very possible that this place is real. Then it is worth a shot. I do. I don't know how long we will be in Kresk for uh, Casimir to have to wait at that juncture. Um, this is why I recommend he come with us to Kresk, but I don't know how comfortable he is with that. Or, I don't know if I will be let in, let alone myself and all of you. Yeah, I don't anticipate us being allowed in from what uh, you've said about it. I am hoping soul fight have left I say we can either yes have Casimir wait there or tell him to meet us there in two days Three days, I don't know. If we are let into Kresk, we can sleep there and wait the time out. If we are not, then he will have not left here and we can just come back. Sounds like sorry. the group has a plan, then. Yeah, sorry, I was 
trying to look up the mechanics of my uh, making new items, but that's long rest, not short rest, so never mind. We did just finish a long rest. Yeah. The only thing I was thinking potentially of swapping out, which would be a little bit of mechanically making things easier, is potentially swapping in my bag of holding for sending stones. But I don't, I'll leave that up to you. If and like, I don't know if Andrew would have had the foresight to see the use for that at the time. We don't really uh, travel different directions and have any Ander because it's Ander's ability. Yeah, I, I don't. I think he wouldn't have thought of it last night going to sleep, so I I won't have them. But it'll be something that I'll put on the. Oh, may, maybe I'll uh, have something for tomorrow, kind of kind of list. But uh, definitely wouldn't have thought of it last night. Okay. All right, so you gather your things, and is the group going to head out on the road? I'm going to go with yes. I think so. Uh, I believe so. All right. Let Casimir know. Um, tell him to meet us at the, uh, the uh, branching point, the crossroads where uh, where you can split off to go to Kresk uh, further to the west or go south towards the Salenka Pass. The Raven River Crossroads. Yes, the Raven River Crossroads. Um, okay. He agrees to that. Um, he also says he'll check in with you closer to to make sure that you're still on track. Um, he kind of motions to a, to a leather-bound book on his hip. Ew. Wizards. Very well. Did Ander say that out loud? Or did Ander say that in character? I don't think so yet. But magic is becoming more and more prominent around him. Um, no. Okay. But yeah, he would seeing the uh, um, pointing towards the leather bound book, he would just uh, got it, nod, and then travel with you guys. Okay. Easy enough to do. You all gather your things and collect Ellis. Start making the the trek through the through the old Svalich Road towards Kresk. I think uh, part way, like as we're like going along, Ulharak is just gonna like glance over at whoever's closest to them, and just quietly say. I'm worried about Arena. 
I'm worried about what she has done while we aren't there. Because I have not been hurt yet. Hmm. We'll say it was Raxo. I think it would be reasonable for Raxo to be closest. Um. Ah, that is a good point. Um. What would you like to do about it? I do not know if there's anything that can be done. Either Irina has gone to Strad and we no longer have this compulsion or Irina has not and it is just taking a, a bit to go into effect. A matter of time, yeah. Yes. Long distance dialing for pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on dial up. Sorry. Collect, you gotta make a collect call for. Wow, wow. <laughs> Would you like to receive the charges for pain? No. Click. <laughs> All right. So about halfway through, you're making the unfortunately somewhat familiar track towards where the winery was. And the storm isn't really letting up as there's just kind of this constant downpour of rain causing the large looming trees to kind of rattle in the wind. Oh, that's what it is. The signal's bad. Because of yeah. all the storms. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and as you continue onward, you see a figure in the road up ahead. Far enough away off, but there seems to be a figure walking alone with the stride and bearing of one who knows no fear. You see as you get, start to get somewhat closer there, clad in rusted armor, clutching a gleaming longsword, looking ready for a fight, their skin sunken and sallow, with a kind of graying hue to them. Seems to be some sort of undead, maybe a zombie. So spidey senses are tingling. Mm-hmm. Odd question. Does it look... I mean, you said it looks like it's ready for a fight, but does it look like it's coming our way to fight us? Go ahead and roll an insight check. Insight the dead dude. Didn't we run into oh. didn't we run into a guy like this before? I think yeah, so, that one was yeah. on a horse, um, and he was just you know he just had a sore throat and just didn't go the right way. <laughs> yeah, that was a skele complete skeletal individual. Okay. Yeah, this one's yeah. still moist. You got meat. Yep. Uh, with a twelve, for one, you can tell that there's a semblance of intelligence behind. Mm. 
its eyes, but you also see kind of this expression brimming full of hatred. It doesn't seem to be coming in your way. Yeah, I'd be pretty pissed if this is where I spent my afterlife, too. Yeah. But he, he has... This individual has the look of somebody who wants to... Wants blood to be shed. It's all well and good for him to say he doesn't have blood to shed. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, mold on me? <laughs> Grody. Mm-hmm. Urge to purge rising. Does it... What is it wearing? Rusted uh, chainmail armor. So not like a casual commoner citizen from one of the villages. No. <laughs> not the finest in this year's Barovian fashions. Ian, if you want, you can roll me a uh, perception check. Let's do it. Minus one. Let's go. Do it. 13. 13. Okay. At this distance, it's really hard to make out anything other than just kind of the rusted gray and kind of brownish reds. Um, Raxo, you do at least notice that there seems to be, you know, when you got out, maybe about like a hundred or so feet away, there seems to be something carved into the longsword into the the handles they look like dragon like dragon mm. wings interesting the figure takes notice of you this is the group eyes latching on to yours what is your purpose Out of character, my smart-ass response is, I don't know, that's a big question, what? kind of existential. Like, <laughs> God damn it, uh, I just posted my smart-ass one in the chat. <laughs> um, as he approach, approaches, you also see getting somewhat washed off the rain blood from his long sword and kind of some lingering red streaks on uh, his boots. Are there bodies around? Not that you were able to see. Does he have a shield or anything like that? You said he had a long sword. He does. Does the... Uh, shield bear crest it does I doubt I recognize it but could I recognize it um I would say you could potentially you like a history check yeah history check sweet 16 so you in your studies You've read up on various other, like, orders of knights, and nothing 
really comes to mind when you look at the heraldry on the shield. But you do know, at the very least, that it's um, kind of a profile of a dragon's head. Mm. With mm. Um, the uh, the dragon has kind of a large central frond on the back of its head, almost kind of like it had a mohawk. Okay. Um, I'm going to describe the Targaryen sigil over there to Yanwe and ask him if he recognizes this at all, or if he knows uh, potentially where this could come from, because it's not one I recognize. So DM, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and ask if I know this, but uh, do you want me to free ball this or do you want me to roll for it? Uh, roll for it. All right. What am I rolling? Free ball. Free ball. Okay. I'm, I'm not the only one. History that. for you. Let's do it. Free balling. 21. Um, you have heard long, long ago, there was an, one, you know, again, this is one of those, was it fairy tale or was it history? But long, long ago, there was an order of knights that resided in the valley long before Strahd called the Order of the Silver Dragon of a group of chivalrous knights that protected the, the citizens of the valley and fought for good and justice. I will add that in and I'm going to message you something DM to see if I can spice it spice okay. it a little bit um, but yeah so, so I'll add in uh, everything that Fluffy has said and uh, I'll say everything that Fluffy said and then add in that uh, supposedly there uh, the the manor that is south of here um, might be related uh, the as children, um, sometimes as dares, we would go up the, the road down that way, and no one ever got close enough to the manor to see inside, but uh, getting close to that manor, you can hear the, the sounds of battle. The just You hear metal on metal and some shouting, but what is most alarming is supposedly you can hear the roar of this dragon. So they stood for the people. One thing that I forgot to mention days, sorry, that the in those stories the order was told to have been destroyed 400 years ago. Add that in there. <laughs> yes. Well, this guy doesn't look a day over 400 years dead. That is all well and good. Yes, we all know history. Do you ally with the devil? Never. So, his sword's still dripping? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna summon the lance, or spear. Okay. And just raise it in a salute. We will never stand with the devil. 
If and, anyone was know, paying attention to Ulharak, they just look sad. The the individual kind of glares, taking this in. If you really are enemies of the devil, then go to the manor that the swan speaks of at Argenvostholt. Our leader, Vladimir Horngard, rests with him. Convince him to give the order to march on the castle. Because I would want nothing more to rip the beating heart from Strahd's chest and stomp on it on the ground until it is no more than a bloody paste. I will see everything he loves burned. I'm going to lean over to Yanway. I like this one. I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. If you are enemies of the devil, convince our leader to march on the keep. Because until then... My orders bind me. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have more servants to slay. <laughs> we'll see you at the front. When he mentions and servants, now, now I'm looking differently. Are there, like, wolf carcasses around? Go ahead and roll me another perception check. Fourteen. One better. One better. Uh, you do see some wolf carcasses, yes. Our new path. We just follow him at a distance for the rest of the game. <laughs> we will pay him a visit, um, but we are under urgent business currently. We will see to him soon. Vladimir, it was? Correct. And he kind of snarls. I have wasted enough time. Good luck and do not die. And he kind of marches off into the tree line, disappearing behind the thick foliage. With that, the figure kind of disappears and you hear the sounds of growling and combat deep within the forest. I would like someone so clearly outspoken on our side, but I am fearful of what this Vladimir would have to say. As long as it's charge, I believe would be on our benefit. If these people have actually been in the valley that long, seemingly undying, why are they not constantly fighting then? There is more to this story, and I think it may be in our interest to investigate at some point. Should probably do that on the way back from Kresk. Based yeah. on timing, we can. And, you know, location on the map, and it's beneficial. <laughs> All right. 
and I will say, you know, for somebody whose organization was basically sounding like it was full of paladins, that man was very angry. Eh, happens to the best of us. I mean, you you be undead for 400 years and see how happy you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're strawed. I mean, that dude's just a dick, though. <laughs> um, uh, DM, it, on the map that I'm pinging, that's where it's referencing, I'm guessing? Correct. Um, okay. In between Velaki and Kresk, kind of due east of where the winery's location was, is an old abandoned manor. Okay, just to the west of the uh, river? Yes, correct. Gotcha. Okay. I right. added old Vlad into our session notes so that when I forget it later, it's in there. Sounds good. The rest of your trip to Kresk goes rather uneventful. The storm sledding up about hour three into your journey. Many of you left soggy and frustrated, but it is the least frustrating thing about the valley. Ian, looking ahead, you see the walls of Kresk coming closer and closer to you. You've, it's been years since you've been back here. It's been over a decade. Mm-hmm. And the last time you saw it, you were... Potentially told that you wouldn't I be welcome. Hmm? Um, on the road up towards Kresk, uh, the, the the little winding road, like almost almost at the at the start of it, there will be uh, uh, a a moment where Jan's like living in the past in his memory. Of, the, of a similar moment where he's just standing down at the end of this path, looking up at Kresk. Um, that time he was leaving, and now this time he's attempting to come back. Mm -hmm. There. Kind of approaching. You remember the the sound of the Raven River rushing by. The thick walls of Krask looming overhead. Before we actually get within, like, distinguishable visual distance, Ulharak will change the shape just to look like Sangam, regular old human person. Okay. <laughs> Easy uh, enough to do. Looking at the size, it looks like it's about half the size of Velaki. Mm hmm. Keep your weapons away. Um, and other than that, uh, we should be fine. Don't. I don't know. Don't kill anyone. It is, it's. Uh, it's my home. Please be kind. Of course. Of course. Heading, heading through the old Svalich Road, 
You see off in the distance the thick wall of fog Brand kind of barring off the western uh, borders of Barovia. Leading north, the road branches and climbs in a rocky escarpment. Ending in a gatehouse built into a 20-foot high wall of stone, reinforced with buttresses every 50 feet or so. The wall encloses a settlement on the side of a snow-dusted mountain. Beyond the wall, you see the tops of snow-covered pines and thin wisps of smoke. Your breath kind of condenses in the air. The the cold air giving you a bit of a chill after coming in soaking wet. Beyond the wall, you hear the somber tone of a bell coming from a stone abbey that clings to the mountainside high above the settlement. The steady chime is inviting. A welcome change from the deathly silence and oppressive fog to which you have started to grow accustomed to. Hard to tell at this distance, but there seems to be a switchback road clinging to the cliffs that lead up from the walled settlement to the abbey. As you approach the wall, you hear the bell ringing again from the abbey. Periodically, you hear what sounds like a tortured scream coming from above the village. It is normal, do not worry. The air continues growing colder as you approach the settlement. Two square towers with peaked roofs flank a stone archway, into which is set a pair of 12-foot-tall, iron-bound wooden doors. Carved into the arch above the doors is a name, Kresk. The walls that extend from the gatehouse are 20 feet high. Atop the parapets, you see four figures wearing fur hats and clutching spears. They watch you nervously. Raxo, you can see as you're approaching that there are several archers stationed inside this building. You see the arrow slits and you see the glint of the dim light filtering in from the clouds, reflecting off of arrowheads as they are aimed at the group. Um... I will say under my breath, don't make any sudden moves. There are archers in those towers. As they should be. The group of you approach underneath the guardhouse. Many of the, the guardsmen looking down at you. Two men, two women. You hear, Halt! Who goes there? Uh, 
a little at first lost for words, lost for words, uh, looking at the, the, the walls of home. It is, it is I, it is Ionwe Kristovich, son of Grigory Kristovich. I have come back. You hear one of them. You see, uh, you hear one of the women kind of under their breath, very softly. Eon? No, 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 no. Um, removing the, the fur hat, you see a, a figure that you haven't seen in over a decade. girl by the name of uh, Marta Deminsky. You remember playing with her when you were children. A little bit of disbelief. <clears throat> Marta? You, you're not supposed to be here, Jan. I, I, I know, I understand, I, I do. And I have kept to that for 10 years or more, but I have no choice and the valley needs what we can offer. You, you can see her visibly looking stressed. You, the other guards, one of the men chime up. We have strict orders to not let any outsiders in the village. I am well aware of our ways, but times are changing. The valley is changing. Surely you have gotten news that the winery is no more. You, as you say that, um, you hear the sound of a spear dropping, hitting the wall. One of the other guards, somebody don't recognize. That is a fucking cruel trick you're playing. What? Why would he lie to you? To weasel his way back in. It is no lie, and I would not, I would not be back here if it weren't, if it weren't everything I fear. We are living in a time that could be the end of the valley. The peoples of Velaki are distraught and mourning the loss of something so precious. I have come in the hope that we can gather anything, anyone, to bring something the valley sorely needs. Hope. As you're saying this, you notice one of the other guardsmen hopping down off the wall and heading into the village. A few minutes later, 
You see them start to come climb back up. In the meantime, Marta is just kind of dumbstruck seeing you like this. Especially with this news. top of the wall, you see kind of a, a stout looking man balded head shaved a thick white kind of mutton choppy beard dark skin wearing kind of a blue and silver robe over very like simple peasant's clothes. You know, to to the others, it looks like if you took a dwarf and gave it a human proportion. I, the player, don't know that there's any formal greeting for the Burgomaster of Kresk, but if there is, that is what Ian is doing. Immediately. Hail, almighty whopper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Does it appear that it's like monk robes sort of thing, like priestly robes, or is it more like uh, noble robes? More like noble robes. Um, I did yeah. share uh, the art for that, or for the handout. Don't know if it is showing up. Let me know. It did not, but I found it. I pulled it up. What's it called? Handout Baron Kreskov. Not Should be the second one under named NPC handouts. Oh, hold on. That's on a separate drawer. Got it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a dwarf. You see him standing there. Ian, it's been a while since you've seen um seen Baron Kreskov. He's been Burgomaster as long as you can remember. He looks down, a mixture of sorrow and just a little bit of disappointment on his face. I was not expecting to see you again, Ionwe. Nor was I expecting the news that came with your arrival. I was not expecting to return. Truly, I, I planned on keeping to my exile, but I have exhausted every last thought and figured what else is there for me to try? What else is there to lose? What, what do you come to Kresk to propose? It, it is a long story to understand why it is I need to propose this. But I will give you that much first, and I will uh, give him the, uh, <laughs> the 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 details about. Uh, what 
got us to the winery, what happened to us, um, and then how we defeated this tree, um, went back to Velaki, and then got here. And then I will actually give him my proposal, which is, so as you can see, the valley, it will slowly crumble under this loss. But I, I was born in Kresk and I have seen what we have endured and what we can do. We have built within these walls our own sanctuary. And I think perhaps our skills may be necessary, not for ourselves, but for the betterment of the valley. Though we do not let in outsiders, I think perhaps we should venture out. Be the saviors of the valley. Help rebuild this winery and be known as something more than the the shut-ins on the edge of the valley. He looks at the group. And you bring outsiders with you. I would not bring them if I did not. And I'm going to struggle with the word a bit. I believe in them. Were it not for them, the tree that destroyed the winery would still be. And I don't know if it would have headed here next. So, in my mind, they saved not only my own life, but my home as well. And not only that, but he has saved ours. I appreciate what you have done for him. However, it is my responsibility as Burgomeister to take care of the village first and foremost. We don't need to enter. We can stay outside. You are not the first adventurer group that has come to our come to the walls before. And every time it has brought trouble for the village. Either you are allies of the devil, which I find hard to believe. However, if you are his enemies, you bring his attention to our village. Either way, you bring hardship to us. I grieve for the loss of the winery. It is going to be difficult for us. We have not received a shipment in months. But do you look at me, Ian, and tell me 
you want to put our people at risk, throw them into the way of danger. Of course not. It would be the last thing I ever want. But I have learned a lot living outside these walls. I have seen much and I understand that the devil is not going anywhere. I left. I left so that I may journey and find a way to stop this, this evil. I have also learned that I cannot do it alone. If the valley is to survive, sometime we have to work together. We have to do anything. And right now, right now, well, so many years ago, I left home. I have traveled to the center of the valley and survived by the graces of people there. I have traveled beyond further east and faced almost certain death. I return to Velaki to be exiled by an understanding, a misunderstanding. The, the people need something and I need something. I need anything. I wish I wish I could tell you that I had a plan that the, that there was something better or something more meaningful. I am coming home because I have lost. And I am hoping that in being home I can get a little bit of faith something to tell me that there is anything is worth it. Otherwise, why even have the walls? We will all die anyway. You see him kind of rub his temples out of frustration. <sighs> Go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Um, if anyone, anyone who spoke up wants to help, you can either roll your own or allow Eon to roll advantage. I will help. I rolled a 14. Okay. I Am I still rolling so. with advantage? From Sangam's help? From I think Sangam. so. Yeah. Yes. 22. My heart grieves for you, son of Krestovich. It truly does. But you know the walls are here for a reason. We, as a village, have endured because we do not offer anything 
to bring visitors to us. I cannot offer you... I will not offer my citizens like that. If there is not a plan in action, that is too much of a risk. We cannot afford to lose anyone. If you have options, if you have plans, maybe we could work out a deal to send supplies. Maybe send a few able, but I will not send my people without knowing that there is a course of action being taken. I will... I will see what I can do. The... The the winery needs to be rebuilt, and the supplies and aid we can provide would be very much needed. I will find time or a messenger to see if uh, the owners are amiable to helping guard the roads for travel and overseeing the rebuild. I make no promises until you have a plan, but... And he looks to Marta. Open the gate. Let them in. And you see him kind of turn and... Almost defeated, climb down from the ramparts. gonna just, as the gates are opening, fall to my knees and just like grip the dirt and just let let just let the tears go. In Yonwei's head, he is going to hear Do you want me to stay outside of your home? <sighs> if you if you are capable of taking my mother on, Strahd has much more to fear. It is a pity you have me instead of Teacup right now. <sighs> Let's Thank go. You. I'm gonna, when Yanwei's still on the ground, I'm just gonna, right next to him, grab a little bit of the dirt, kind of rub it between my hands and take a sniff of it and Hmm. It's probably better on the other side of the gate, shall we? We shall. We shall. I believe, and I'm just going to point towards the gate, we need to go this way. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Heading through the large wood and iron gate, you enter into find the mist-shrouded village beyond the wall is rather humble in comparison to Valaki and much different than what you experienced in the village of Barovia. 
It seems like it is more, nothing more than a scattering of wooden cottages. I'm along dirt roads that stretch between stands of snow-dusted pine trees. So many trees, in fact, to constitute a forest. It is if the village itself is nothing more than a walled, deep woods. To the northeast, gray cliffs rise sharply and the road winding up to the abbey is easy to see from this vantage. Many individuals in Kresk are seen kind of tending to things outside. Chopping wood. You see a few villagers having cows. Like, you see them milking cows. These are the first cows you've seen in Barovia. There's every every house seems to have plentiful vegetable garden. But other than kind of a large maybe multi-broom cottage and I, I say that loosely. It's as if it was a it's basically like a one-bedroom apartment. The rest being about the size of the hovels in the um, Bistani camp where the Dusk Elves live. People here tend to not pay you much attention. Um, you see a wide variety of different people here. Humans. You see a few elves. Dwarf or two. You see other other <clears throat> humans like Mal. <laughs> All with the stylish, hard, horn-like hair protrusions. See a few... I mean, horns are keratin after all, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is the, the most diverse village that you've seen in the valley. And... You know, you don't see... There's no inns, there's no taverns. Everyone just has their own little plot of land. But... As you kind of enter in, you hear various people kind of trading goods amongst themselves, some trading, you know, some giving milk in exchange, you know, and others sharing their vegetables. It's very much like a commune in nature. Damn, you all, yeah, you all catch the, the back of... Uh, Burgomeister Kresklov's head as he heads towards his cottage. Heads kind of hung low. And they brought no gift for him. I truly did not believe we would make it this far.
you hear, mm. you know, Could the, the you condom. Could you say that out loud? Yeah, sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, out of bag, I'm going to pull out a scroll and hand it to him. Give him this for his guards. It will enhance one of their weapons for the defense of the city. I think it best you hold on to it to give it to him yourself. At least earn some goodwill. I'm not the one under exile. I'll be fine. I, um... Take it. Okay, and uh, we should... uh, We will have to meet with the Burgomaster later, uh, but I... And like I, I'm talking as I'm like walking away, like I, I I have to go home. I have to. I, you can come with me or not. I I have to go. I'm gonna start running home. I will be following. Yeah, I think Ulharak yeah. will follow as well. Same. Okay. Running through the streets, the, uh, the sounds of basically farmhand work are interspersed with the occasional clucking chicken. You hear some livestock braying from inside houses. The bell on the abbey rings again. The sound of inhuman tortured screaming reverberates from the mount or from the hilltop. It's hard not to cast your vi- your gaze towards that structure butting out of the cliffside. Ian, you run through the streets, the others following. You come across a, a simple pine cottage. Thatch roof, you hear the sound of chickens as you see a coop nearby in the front of the structure you see a a, a sturdy looking woman thick ropey muscles dark skin her hair done in kind of a very thick braid a dark leather eye patch over one of her eyes. She d- she has her back kind of turned. It seems to be chopping firewood out front. Um, I will just stand in the distance just watching a little a little in disbelief a little lost in even how to react or act in this in this moment uh sangam will glance back and forth between ionwe and the woman and then Ulharak will just clear their throat a little. 
as she slams down uh, the axe, splitting another log, and as you clear your throat, she uh, kind of gives a sigh. Hans, I told you that the chickens haven't laid any eggs this morning. You'll get them later. She kind of turns, arms crossed, the sound of her axe hitting the dirt floor with a thud. The fuck? And there I am, just teary-eyed, the smiling, like, like laughing and smiling at the same time. She rubs her, her one good eye. Almost completely ignoring the rest of the group. Mother, I'm home. She holds up a finger. And then she punches you in the shoulder. And then grabs you in for a hug and you almost feel your ribs popping. Take two bludgeoning damage. Yep. I'm back. Hi. I'm like trying. I'm trying to squeeze her just as hard, and I'm not as strong as she. Ten years. Ten years. You were gone. I had to keep my word. I was exiled. You. I still am exiled. This is Dimitri had that Dimitri had that dropped the next day. You You're just lying. had to Do you think I would fucking lie to you, Eon? It's like a light flint. Why would he why would he drop it? And she kind of like you can tell that talking is hard right now. You remember you remember, um, it was about your age. Oleg uh Dimitri's oldest boy. Oldest son, yes. He passed away about a... He passed away the next day from... From illness. He said we didn't deserve to have to suffer through... Not seeing a child again. I am so sorry. It's fine. Your Greg isn't doing very well. How has he been? About the same as you left him. Things haven't gotten very much better. He tries to do what he can with his eyesight gone, but 
it's um, it's it's difficult. We'll leave it at that. In the village, uh, it kind of needs the able-bodied. I'm I'm sorry for the additional work you may have had to pick up to balance his inability to do some work. It's fine. I... She picks up the axe and just kind of white-knuckle grips the, the haft of it. I'm sorry. Um, you... you no, no, no offense, Yon, but you did kind of catch me off guard. Very much fucking off guard. And then it is the first time, and I will never let you live it down. She punches your shoulder again. Oh, God! And <laughs> Does it like, hurt? This isn't the, the playful kind of... This is like a full... There's a bruise. If only I had gotten your strength. Well, you didn't die, so there's that at least. Well, Herak just kind of inhales very deeply when that is said. <laughs> she looks. Hey. At the she looks at the group. Oh, I see. They, uh, I mean, I suppose you can put two and two together. They, uh, yes, uh, of course I can. Just, you know, my thoughts. The group wedding was quite lovely. No. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, coming um, back with the harem. <laughs> so, sorry, um, mother. The, uh, the this is um, Raxo and Malalius and Ander and Sangam. We are Ianwe's friends. It is a pleasure to meet you, everyone. This is my mother, Ebon. It's very nice to meet you. Uh, of course. Uh, of course, yes. Um, wow. First off, I have to ask, why does he look so pale? Have you not been eating, Eon? I have been eating less as of late. All right, which one, which one of you is, is the... Is the cook in your troop? I'm gonna point at Raxo. Uh, well, I. Uh, do, they, do they make berries? That's true, I do make. Would you. Well. Been kind of on a vegan diet. She, she just kind of shakes her head. That, I'm doing my one. best not to lie, but you know, yeah, I know. The <laughs> truth. No, no, this all checks out. 
there is uh, a lot to discuss. Um, I selfishly could not wait to come see you and father and just uh, after all I, these years just have this. I, I do hope your your friends um don't bank on sleeping here. You do know that there's definitely not enough room for for a group. There is not. Um, I truly don't know how long we will be here in the first place. Um, you, I, I, she's kind of thinking. Well, hmm. Can I retcon and say I took the hammock from a, the house? Sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> Let's look around for some trees. Yeah. <laughs> you stole my hammock. <laughs> just, just borrowed. You stole my hammock. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can have it back anytime you want, just trying to yeah. save space. Grigori, across the street, he is, um... He's been having some issues with his cow. If you wouldn't mind giving him a hand and milking, I'm sure they could push one of you up. The arthritis is starting to really settle in in his old age, and... He could use the hand, but he's too stubborn to admit it. And she just kind of lists off some other families. I I, I believe that um, Vasha could use a hand chopping firewood. Her oldest son came down with a bit of a cough and has been milking it for what it's worth. Of course. Now Do look you... to the group. Um, uh, it, in in case it hasn't become. Uh, clear here, as I have learned in my own time traveling the valley. Uh, Kresk deals heavily in labor and favors and work, so yes, uh, if you're looking to make sure we have a place to stay, or you individually have a place to stay, it would be best to help as many people as you can. Well, even if we do not stay very long, I do think it would be worth expressing our gratitude with Barter. Well, where are you heading after this? To the southeast of the river, I believe. I'm gonna, like, take a step back and, like, like slowly <laughs> get, like, in, in, in preparatory stance. <laughs> if it is to be believed, there is the story of uh, the, the the temple in the mountains. And... No, 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 no. Fuck, no. Fuck, no. It, it, it's not even real. We will just be going, climbing up the mountain it, it, as a favor to someone who... There is a reason I didn't tell you about it, Eon. It, it's real? It's real? Yes, it's real. There's a so, temple in the mountains, and the, the, the what? What about the 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 the, the stories about the, the this evil there? The, the yes, it's all true. I want to be mad, but I. There would have been no reason for me to go there in the first place, so it doesn't matter. 
I didn't want you going there because I couldn't watch this place take someone else I cared about away from me. Fuck. We were told that there is power there, so power there that may help us in in our goal, our shared goal. She kind of stands up and goes and punches a nearby tree. You hear it, the bark cracking. And there's a sizable indent in the si side of the bark. We'll talk about that later. Just... It's good to see you right now. I didn't think it would be something that would happen again. Well, there is much to talk about. For now, I think it best our party uh, spread some goodwill and we show that perhaps there is more to outsiders than just ill will and accidental misunderstandings. What did you say to um, Dimitri when you came in? There's a big swallow. That the winery is no more and we need the, the valley needs to come together to work together to create their own hope because there is no more and you and I have begun to lose mine she kind of stares at her hands for a little bit you see the the rough callous kind of skin over the fingers bits of splintered wood kind of kind of pressed into the skin well I'm certain that news didn't go over very well with him no it, it did not and imagine how well it went over with the peoples of Volaki well forgive Dimitri for anything he might have said out of color he um him and Anna have been going through quite a lot recently More than the loss of their son years ago? Year after you left, the second eldest, Danya, passed away from illness. And? There was Victoria. She was a few years younger than you. Yes. She's gone. All three of the children? Four. They had another. He was 
He was very young when you left. Maybe about uh, three or four. But yes, he, he... A couple days ago, he died as well. So all of all four of their children had passed away. It's a bit still raw for him, and well, it's kind of hard, real for him. The whole bloodline will be ending thing, with him getting as old and as he and Anya are. I cannot imagine what he is going through. Excuse me, is it normal? For people here to pass away of illness? As... I mean, it happens. There's not really... There's not really a lot of healers here. And, well... You're smart enough to know that living in close quarters with livestock isn't exactly the most sanitary. In case you all have not put it together, um, my mother uh, is much like you. She came from beyond the mist. Hmm. Quite a change. Just a bit. I've been here for quite some time. Would it be possible to put together where she's from? I mean, you can certainly try. I'd like to. Okay. Uh, history or sure. eight? Nope. I'll see. It confirms me on the mess. Well, definitely. No. Yeah, let's give it a shot. Seventeen. Mm. You know, even with a seventeen, it's really <laughs> hard. Like, you can't really place it. You know what? I'll just ask. Um. Where from Beyond the Mist did you did you come from? Oh, um See the problem with this place is it connects to a lot of other places. At least that's what an old friend told me. I don't suppose any of you have heard of Iman. I don't know. From you. Not really. Okay. I I thought so. It's from a um, a world known as Exandria. See. Well, we are from a place. Near and around Waterdeep, there is a city called Waterdeep, and they. I, I am familiar in name only. I've never been. I see. It is news to me, but I never knew of Waterdeep before they came along. It was... Uh, she just kind of... Yeah, and this is the most that your mother has, like, talked Verbalized, ever? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, in one sitting? 
Uh-huh. Like you can tell you can tell the spoons are are slowly draining and she's trying not to to dig into the forks. She uh Eon doesn't really take after her communication style. <laughs> Skip the forks, go right to the knives. Let's roll. Hell yeah. I won't, uh, I won't bore you with, uh, telling us too many stories. Um, we really, we really should be, uh, getting to spreading favors and, uh, I do want to talk with the Burgomaster one more time before I think we need to head up there. I'm going to tilt my head um, in the direction of the abbey. Of course you do. I have learned a lot since leaving this village and it seemed so much bigger then. Since I have gone, there is a lot of history that has become I realized that it was more commonplace that has become clear to me. And there are pieces of pieces of this history that it seems we are tas- tasked with investigating. I will tell you that nothing good comes from that place, but I'm not going to stop you. I know that you could if you wanted to. I, yeah, I, I could. And she's gonna pick her axe up, but we'll talk later. I will see you tonight, Mother. See you tonight, Dion. And she picks up the axe, and you hear her, as the group kind of parts ways, you hear her give out kind of this angry shout. And then she just kind of bull rushes the tree and cracks it over. Yes, that is my mother. You are... nothing like her. (laughs) (laughs) I did not get her muscles. I did not get... her... uh, well, I got her hair and her... what's the best way to put it? Um, gumption? (laughs) Yes, you do look like her. And living in Borovia, you naturally pick up the accent, so she is clearly an outsider, and I blend in a bit better. With that, the group disperses and you all are able to find some semblance of odd jobs to barter for a roof overhead tonight. Is there anything anyone else would like to do 
before we wrap up the session? Nothing that can't wait till next time. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Get on my mom, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> oh dear. She is taken. Uh, how you do, you do realize that you do realize I could break your dick off and stab you with it, right? <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> no. Um, Ulharak or Sangam's over there, like fanning themselves. <laughs> there is actually something that I would like to do before we actually go to sleep. Of course. Same, but I'll, I want to go last. Or I, I don't want to go last. It's just I don't want to take up more time. I, I want to let other people go. I have time. Um, I'm going to use sending to try and contact Irina. What do you say? Um, oh, I should have been planning this beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> you were expecting a wall at that point. Little did you know, the DM was like, there's no wall. Say, what do you want to say? All right. Uh, Ulharak will say, Irina, how are you? Are you safe? Are you still in, and in the name of whatever town Vallaki. we left, Vallaki. Vallaki. And then. You get, yeah. You don't get a response. Thanks. That is uncomfortable. And the gas did not go. Mailbox of. Yeah, the gas did not go off after all, all of the day. Yeah. Okay. Well. (sighs) The only thing that I was going to do was try and find a uh, quiet place to contemplate, like a worship house, which I think there was one up at the top of the hill. I just don't want to spend too much time on it tonight. Mm-hmm. I will, uh, since <clears throat> I actually have to go bug and, uh, Ander to take the, the, the only other thing of value that Eon had in, in, in his home, the coffee and tea that he was given, um, by Irwin, I will take that and, um, go bring it to the Burgomaster just as a personal thank you um, for letting me back in, um, as well as for any potential future bartering with the other villages. Um, if it helps in any capacity, uh, I will give half of my current total monies, which is five gold and 25 um, electrum. They decline money as it does them no good. So just just in case but I will give them the coffee and tea um, and provided there aren't uh, listening peoples uh, offer a hand and let them know that I am terribly sorry for their loss as I have re- only now learned what they have gone through over the years you see the stern expression on Dimitri's face start cracking and his wife, Anna, in the background. 
She's always been kind of a reserved woman. She got along well with your mom. You can tell that she's... Two big introverts. Like, just like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, she's been very distraught the past few days. They aren't really up to talking about it much, but... Yeah. Um, after that, I'm, I will leave uh, and wander around the village to let each of the party know that perhaps tomorrow uh, we should go up on the hill to the abbey um, and talk, ask questions, learn something. Uh, when uh, Yonwei is wherever Ulrak has stayed, uh, they will just quietly say, I don't think Arena is still in Kresk. They're in Valaki. In Valaki. <laughs> uh, she was allowed to make her choice. If this is the sacrifice she makes for the valley, I will respect her for it. If instead it is the worst, and she was taken, then we will add that to the list and make the devil pay for one yes. more thing. Yes. Also, you could have stayed as the, the scaly form you had before. It would not have not been too far out of place, though you would may you may have have gathered a few more eyes. I think for now, with everything that has happened, it is easier for us to present as one while we are here. I leave that to your wisdom. I don't know better. Um, Never mind. There are few times we talk as I still find it hard to engage you. So... Now might be a time while I am in good spirits. Mm. We had someone new show up. Someone new? Where? They just tapped their head. Wait, you, like, there can be even, you can, like, collect them? Like, there are more, how, what, how? It is not so much collection. Um, In prolonged periods of stress, our brain is programmed to create additional aspects because of said stress. 
and there has been a lot of stress. So. And when do we get to meet them? I do not know. I. I do not want you to meet him. Everyone except for him does not want you to. Even Adelaide. Yes. I would be lying if I said I did not want or that I'm not interested in meeting this person now. Yes. But I will defer to your judgment and not seek them out. Uh, no offense to you, but you could not. I mean, perhaps more in a intolerant, non-understanding way. I won't ask or push in any way so as to make you uncomfortable. Fair enough. I hope you do enjoy my home. It is truly beautiful. And with the last place I knew peace. I hope to leave it untouched. And then I will go on and tell, continue telling everyone else just uh, that we should head up to the Abbey in the morning when there's daylight and whatnot. All right. I believe that is a good point to end for the night. Unless... Unless... <laughs> but wait, can I, there's can I, more! <laughs> if if you're all okay with it, can I steal some Ander time? Ooh. Okay. Oh, you boys get into trouble. <laughs> oh, no. Just guys being dudes. <laughs> that sounds better than boys being boys. <laughs> I like guys being dudes. That's a good one. <laughs> so whenever, uh, in telling everyone, uh, let it be happenstance that uh, Ander is found last, I'm going to let him know, of course, we should head up to the Abbey in the morning. But um, uh, there is one more thing I want to show you, Ander, perhaps sooner. Come with me. And I'm going to take him uh, closer to the north end, of uh, north end of the village 
to the body of water that exists in Kresk. You see a crystal clear blue pond in front of you. Um, there's a, a a structurally questionable gazebo that looks like it's seen many, many years. But it is nearby. The pond itself is perfectly crystal clear and there's almost just a faint bluish shimmer to it that catches the filtered moonlight. There's a a wooden statue of a bare-chested man, arms outstretched as if waiting for a hug. You said the shrine. Okay, so trying to vision it again. So there's a shrine, there's a wooden statue, and it's next to the pond? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So uh, this uh, is just the... There's a pond here in Kresk, and... It uh, has a special place with our people. Um, it is... I don't know, I believe more and more in fairy tales now, but I won't spoil it. Um... You... This is the, this is the first place that I learned to understand I'm not going to say magic, perhaps, but the understanding that there there are more things there in the world than just the physical. Um, And though I don't know exactly where your powers come from, Ander, you did have wings, and generally speaking, bright glowing wings are only for very special people I think there are people in my village that would agree with you I you don't uh, agree with it I don't disagree with it I think one's appearance doesn't necessarily place them in one situation or another um, my my gifts as some would call them are no different than Melelius's gifts just other side of the coin I would say I don't think either of those gifts define us and I see it more as a tool to use as I decide, not as someone else wishes. Hmm. But to your point, how did this uh, shrine and this water here introduce you to magic? Take a drink. 
Um, I guess, yeah, I guess he will. Okay. I'll take, take a leap of faith here. As you bend down and grab a handful of, you know, kind of cup your hands and pull the water to your lips, it is incredibly refreshing and a very, very bright and kind of a warm feeling fills you. It's kind of a soft, almost golden shimmer that washes over his skin. Ander, you feel empowered. And uh, you can use your uh, Celestial Revelation proficiency bonus of times per day instead of once per day. Wow, okay. And that water's got the good good. <laughs> yeah, man, can I drink some of that? Yeah, you got some more <laughs> of that water? <laughs> Make a... No, we're just... Guys being good berries a day. <laughs> God, God, you like my my fire farts like twice a day if I do that. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I can have my half work thing. Maybe I don't know. I'm gonna uh, go for a swim and see how many times like, I can wrap this up. <laughs> this, I'm gonna start sucking down water from every pond I see now. It is. Uh, <laughs> it is special, and it is. Slightly different for everyone experiencing it, but I'll tell you this much. Um, you can try to take it with you. It will not last. It, it, it does not necessarily transfer. You can put it in a flask as you like, but it will be just water soon. So It's interesting. Can I, can I roll an investigation or arcana? Sure. Uh, Go ahead. Wow. Rolled once today. And it doesn't get any worse. It's just God water. <laughs> eleven. Um yeah. that's a natural one on that eleven. Yeah. So you go to investigate and you have a hard time finding anything really that stands out. It just looks like a normal spring fed pond. Hmm. Interesting. Good. Who is the statue of? It is the Morning Lord. It is uh, where I learned my love of the Morning Lord and all the good graces that he has to provide. Well, it seems it at least shines through here. Granted, I've only been to two other places, but this is a one where at least something works. It does. This place, all of it, this small competitive village is precious to me. And it is all the more reason I want to see it prosper and put an end to the darkness that looms overhead. I, I understand. Um, 
and I do I hope it can prosper as well but you know the risks having us here in this village and I brought you all anyway that's fair so. I hope uh Whatever it is you yourself are dealing with as the silent member of this group stops bothering you so much soon. It's not so much... Well, yes, this place... This place bothers me. It's a... For lack of a better way to describe it, it screams of an extremely powerful magic user throwing a tantrum. And here, everyone here just has to suffer because he wants us to. And that just doesn't sit well with me. Not because of any particular aspect of it, it just, it's, it's wrong. You say magic user, like, like it is a slur. What do you have against them? I think... More often than not, magic users tread very dangerous waters. And... Oftentimes... Greed becomes the problem. They want power. They want to control life over death. They want to continue to be stronger. You don't hear stories of the mad monk who terrorized the countryside. It's always the wizards. Always the powerful magic users that have the ability to control your fate and mine. I... Before I came here, my job specifically was investigating people that misused it. I think it can be wielded for good, and I think people are capable of it, but I think it should be regulated. I think it's dangerous, and... it's hard to trust. I mean, with our own traveling companion doing things against their will, that doesn't happen if someone doesn't pursue that study. You know what I mean? It's just risky. I see. And this, you say, was your your duty, your job? Yeah, it might... That took you to investigate? Yeah, I mean, it's more of a curiosity that turned into a career path, so to speak. Interesting. But I will say you are in the land of Barovia now, and while there may not be stories of the mad monk running around and destroying the countryside, there has now been tale of 
a giant tree that has roamed the western side of Borovia and destroyed the winery, so and maybe someday you will investigate the Mad Monk. I would say that was caused by magic. Just like the Mad Wizard that we have to find somewhere in the woods that failed to take down Strahd. Just like all these powerful wizards or sorcerers or whomever that have uh, dictated the fates of people here for far too long. And I have one more question for you. What about, for example, me? I mean, I was told by my teacher that perhaps it would be best for me to pursue a path of magic. I chose instead a darker path. It is, I'll give a quick glance around, make sure nobody's like actively listening. Um, but it is blood magic. I use my very essence to change the blade as I see fit. If I am to become too powerful, you're saying you will have to stop me as well? No, I investigated it. I didn't necessarily put a stop to it because there are other... It's hard, it's hard to fight powerful magic directly. More often than not, you do have to fight fire with fire. But I have no intention of stopping you because from what I've seen of your use... You do what you must, given the circumstances that you have been dealt. I'm just going to warn you that it is a dangerous path. Thank you for your warning. And thank you for your time. We should get back and rest indeed yes <laughs> I think that's a perfect time to end for the, end for the night so thank you everybody for joining us and until next time bye bye bye, bye. bye.